Welcome in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy, and peace be with you. The grace of God has dawned upon the world with healing for all. Let us come to him in sorrow for our sins, seeking healing and salvation. God, be gracious. Be gracious to us and bless us. And make your face shine upon us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May your ways be known upon earth, your serving power among the nations. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You, Lord, have made known your salvation and revealed your justice in the sight of the nations. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the book of Jonah, chapter 3, verses 1 to 5 and 10. The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, saying, Get up. Go to Nimvia, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah set out and went to Nimvia according to the word of the Lord. Now Nimvia was an exceedingly large city, a three days walk across it. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's walk, and he cried out, Forty days more and Nimvia shall be overthrown. And the people of Nimvia believed God. They proclaimed a fast and everyone, great and small, put on sackcloth. When God seen what they did, how they had turned from their evil ways, God changed his mind about the calamity that he said he would bring upon them. And he did not do it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My name is Mavrani Kettle and I live in Daily Close, Ladywood City Centre. What I like about my job and the role as a reader is that the doors which was closed are now open. I'm entering places that I will never dream of entering. The doors which were locked are now open. I am free to step inside and speak for the voiceless, for the weak, for the disadvantaged, for the vulnerables, and for the disabled. I have many, many challenges such as, being a black woman, I find that it was difficult for people to accept me and my openness, for the way I speak, for the way I carried myself. I was shunned upon. The challenges I'm facing now is a different way, but they are still same challenges. 
During the pandemic, I have learned to live and work in a different way. As even with my own husband, I've learned to speak differently. With my children who I wasn't able to see. My grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. Um, there were times that I wanted a hug. I wanted to shout and I wanted to scream because I wasn't able to get a hug. I was in isolation. Sometimes it was so hard, especially when I lost loved ones, like my father, my sister, my brother. It was really hard to come to terms and I lost my way for a moment. These were challenges that I faced constantly. Then recently, New Year, we lost my brother-in-law and felt I had to also comfort my husband. It was so hard. It shook me for a while. And I, I looked and I find myself thinking, why has this happened? Why has this happened? And you know, sometimes you have to look and you have to take a step back. And you have to say to yourself, God is still with me. Even when I didn't think he was, I know he was with me. But during weakness, you disregarded it. I feel so isolated. I couldn't even pray. These were challenges that I faced. What kept me going was my faith. I had to face these challenges. And they gave me courage to seek help, to step out of that place that I was in. The passages that I were read are very comforting. They helped me to face the loneliness that I was feeling. The challenging that I was facing. Even in my darkest time and my darkest days. God was with me. Sometimes there was a small voice. Saying to me get up. Stand up. Step out. I am with you. But sometimes you don't hear that voice. You don't recognize it. And I just want you to know. That whatever situation that you find yourself in, whatever challenges you face, today I'm talking to you on the 16th of October. This is another challenge that I had to face because this is the anniversary of my brother dead 14 years ago. A dear beloved brother who was my rock. But today, as I speak to you, his memory of fondness. I remember him with fondness because God has strengthened me. He sheltered me from the rocky hills. He gave me comfort so I can speak to you now. 
I just want to say to you, wherever you are, whatever situation you're in, I can tell you that God's peace and love will ring out if only you have faith. Trust in the Lord and he will carry you through. Thank you for listening. And I hope this testimony has been a comfort to you in your times of need. For God alone my soul waits in silence, for my hope is from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. My fortress, I shall not be shaken. O God, rest my deliverance and my honour. My mighty rock, my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of a high estate are a delusion. In the balance, they go up. They are together lighter than a breath. Put no confidence in extortion and set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, do not set your hearts on them. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this. That power belongs to God. And steadfast love belongs to you, O Lord. For you repay to all according to their work. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting the tent into the lake. For they were fishermen, and Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As they went a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. He were in their boat, mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men, and followed him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So may I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Both our readings for this service involve a direct call to do something that was not easy to do. In both our readings, the call involves some form of sacrifice and also some form of cost. Whenever I encounter new people in my work of witness and in my ministry and mission, I'm always intrigued by the questions I'm asked almost without fail. And the questions go something like this. How did you come to know Jesus 
And how did you know Jesus was calling you to ordained ministry? I recently reconnected at a memorial service with a former school friend I last met almost 40 years ago, when I was still in primary school. On talking after the service, we both realized that we went to the same primary school and were in the same class. And from recollection, from the recollection of our encounters back then, it didn't remotely seem as if I was destined for Christian ministry, and especially for ordained ministry for that matter. Therefore, foremost on my friend's mind, as we deliberated, was the question, how did it then happen? How did you know that Jesus was calling you to Christian ministry? These pertinent questions reminded me very much of the readings we heard in our service today. Readings that touched on God and Jesus' call to unsuspecting individuals minding their own everyday business. We know and hear that as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he met and called the Jonas brothers. He met and called Simon and Andrew, going about their business of fishing. Going a little farther, Jesus again encounters another set of brothers, this time the Zebedee brothers, James and John. And likewise, he commands them, as he did Simon and Andrew, to leave everything and to follow him. We all know how they responded by unconditionally leaving everything and following him. Unlike the two pairs of individuals mentioned above, our Old Testament readings talks of Jonah, who was initially called but due to his feelings of maybe arrogance on the one side and indifference on the other, fled but was soon redirected to go where he was meant to go, thereby emphasizing that God calls or God's call was permanent and could not, be, could not be changed. I guess the same question also applies to the individuals highlighted in our readings. Simon, Andrew, James, John and Jonah. How did they know and receive the call? So as we head towards the season of Advent, a season of waiting in hopeful anticipation and preparation of the birth of the Christ child, we are very much reminded by these scriptures that the Lord is still in the business of calling disciples to himself. And when he calls, instant obedience is required. And what wonderful good news this is, that all of us are eligible and capable of being called at any given time, irrespective of what we have done to earn the right or not. It's all a matter of God's grace. And it's all a matter of God's, of God's favor and also a matter of God's mercy. The same Lord is still calling his own from their everyday concerns into a life of unqualified obedience. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, are you ready and willing when the call comes to say yes and obey instantly or to give it at least a serious thought? Amen. So let us declare our faith. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. 
we believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We are now going to listen to our second hymn, which is Kumbaya, my Lord. Kumbaya. asked to make this video on my journey of faith I was quite well I didn't know where to start because I when I think of a journey of faith I always think about someone you know finding Jesus and like becoming Christian but I've ne personally have never had to do that because I was born Christian I was born into a Christian family my dad's a priest my mom's a devout Christian but I've realized that a journey of faith doesn't have to be like from two extremes. You can have a journey of faith and it's just like you've become closer to God, which is what I've had. And that's really been through just as I grew up, I wanted to know more about the Bible that I read when I was younger because obviously it was read to me and I read it myself, but I didn't truly understand it, not in the way I do now. And through reading the Bible and listening to Christian music, I've been able to get closer to God and understand what, he tr what he's truly saying and what he's got planned for me. And I have been trying to be proactive with that. 
mainly through reading at church whenever I'm asked or, you know, being part of the choir, which is, you know, giving my talent, the talents that God has given me back to the church and being able to inspire other people through that. And obviously through the Bishop's Youth Synod, I've been trying to help other young people become more interactive with their faith. Um, yeah, and just one of the main things that really inspired me is learning about how God wants all of us to be equal, no matter how young we are, like it says in Timothy, no matter how young you are, you can still make an impact. It, it's not depending on your age. And I've always been really interested in social justice and equality and just seeing throughout the Bible how their God, pre like Jesus preaches for uh, non-discriminatory laws and equality. And that's really what I want to see going forward more, not see going, see more of going forward into the church. Um, and I've been trying to actively do that. And yeah, and this Black History Month, um, I've been asked to share my faith journey and that is it. Thank you. God our Father, we praise you and give you thanks for all your blessings, for the joy of the gospel and the good news of Jesus. Just as Simon and Andrew, James and John were called by name, we thank you for calling each of us to follow you. Help us to be faithful in following where you lead and sharing the good news with all those you bring into our lives so that they may know you too. God our Father, we praise you and give you thanks for the wonder and beauty of creation. We pray for the nations of the world to turn away from ways that lead to conflict injustice and oppression and to turn to you our wisdom our strength and our hope for a world governed by fairness and generosity where your people live in peace and harmony together god our father we praise you and give you thanks that you are always with us we place our worries and concerns into your hands. We trust to your care, those we know who are suffering in any way, in body, mind or spirit, that you will be their strength and support as we pray for them to be restored to health, trusting always that whatever you do, you do because of your steadfast love for us. God our Father, we praise you and give you thanks for the gift of eternal life through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus. We remember in our hearts all those we love who live now in your closer presence in the light and peace of heaven, where one day you will bring us together again to sing your praises forever and ever. Merciful Father, Accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Heavenly Lord, you long for the world's salvation, stay us from apathy. 
restrain us from excess and revise in us or revive in us new hope that all creation will one day be healed in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We now share the peace. The harvest of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The peace of the Lord be always with you, and also with you. Our blessing and dismissal. The Lord be with you, and also with you. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen. And we sing our final hymn, which is Love Divine, All Loves Excelling.